Southeast Motorsports coverage. Here's your host, Tom Baker. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's Lead Lap Show. My name is Tom Baker. It is my pleasure to be back in the WSIC radio studio in Statesville, North Carolina, to join you once again for uh, about an hour of motorsports conversation. And we've got uh, a very special guest calling in here in just a few minutes. Walter Tapp's going to join us. Walter is one of the top dirt track insiders in the Carolinas region, and he has a series of his own, actually, uh, that uh, we'll be talking about, a dirt track 602 uh, late model, crate late model series. And uh, so he's going to update us. They've had three races already this year. So we'll talk about that, and we'll also talk with him about uh, what else is going on in dirt track racing. Jonathan Davenport just got a big win over the weekend at uh, Bristol last weekend. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about uh race coming up at uh, the dirt track at Charlotte here this coming weekend. It should be really exciting and uh, just a lot of things to, uh, to talk about. So um, we'll, uh, we'll discuss all the dirt track stuff with Walter and also get an idea of what other big shows are coming up in the region this month which is kind of where, you know, I want to start with some conversation about what the month of May means to the motorsports community. The month of May, uh, for those of you who are even casual racing fans, you are probably more fans of NASCAR than necessarily uh, you are of local racing. Maybe it's the other way around, but um, I think most of you, probably understand that the month of May Memorial Day weekend is when the big Coca-Cola 600 happens at the Charlotte Motor Speedway. And it is also uh, the Indy 500. Used to be, until just a couple of years ago, that uh, there would be three huge races on Memorial Day Sunday. We would get up in the morning and have breakfast with the Grand Prix of Monaco from... uh, the Formula One side of things, that was their most, uh, I think, iconic race and still is, but it's just not, unfortunately, not held on Memorial Day weekend anymore. So the Grand Prix of Monaco used to get things started and then you would have lunch, so to speak, with the greatest spectacle in racing, the Indy 500 from Indianapolis Motor Speedway, a race that has been going on since 1911 when Ray Haroon crossed the finish line and took the checkered flag to win the first Indy 500, I believe. Now this is the 106th running of the Indianapolis 500, something like that. Um, And it's, man, it, it is just for me... It is the most exciting race of the year that happens on a national scale, in my opinion. Um, But uh, that's kind of the lunchtime entertainment. And then uh, we have dinner with the NASCAR folks at the Coca-Cola 600 at Charlotte. So it was, for all these years, it's been a back-to-back-to-back triple header. And even if you're a local racing fan, we have all kinds of major events on the local and regional levels throughout the month of May. And it's really when the rest of the country, the Northeast, the Midwest, the Upper Midwest, the Pacific Northwest, it is this month when all of the sort of colder weather climates that are sort of the last to let go of old man winter start to open up their doors and the entire country then starts to have racing. So the month of May for us is sort of the unofficial start of summer, if you will, even though it's a month early by the calendar, but uh, we sort of look at it as, you know, NASCAR has been happening for a few months and, You know, there are some uh, tracks in this area, obviously, in Florida and, you know, California, wherever. All the warmer weather clients that started 
or climates rather, started in March, but uh, or February in some cases. But um, again, this is sort of this is a big month, maybe the biggest month for motorsports fans, no matter what kind of racing that you're involved with. And it all kind of culminates Memorial Day Sunday with that now doubleheader, because, of course, uh, Formula One is no longer um, holding their Grand Prix of Monaco that day, so it really just is Indy and then NASCAR, but that's more than enough. Um, And so... It is a fascinating month, and again, uh, if you're looking to get out to a racetrack, you can find all kinds of opportunity to do it, and to do it in a, in a way that lets you see some really great racing. Hickory Motor Speedway has had some great racing now for, um, gosh, they opened, I think, early March, and they've run a about four or five shows there already this year. Uh, Bowman Gray Stadium opened a couple of weeks ago. They've had two weeks of really great racing up there in Winston-Salem. Um, the Cars Tour has been running uh, since, I think, March, and they're about uh, four or five races into their schedule already. Carolina Pro Late Model Series, I think, has run their fourth, I think their fourth race of the year. Um, Mason Maggio picking up his second win in that one just this past weekend at um, the rebuilt and renamed Speedway over in Jacksonville, North Carolina, which is uh, one of my favorite tracks in the state, actually. Um, So, uh, you know, there are all kinds of uh, Tri-County Speedway has been running now for uh, a while. Uh, Caraway Speedway, all the asphalt tracks have been up and running uh, and on the dirt side of things, same thing. And uh, with the exception of maybe two weeks this year, I think we've had, although it's been cold a lot of weekends, we've had pretty dry weather. So I don't think there have been too many rainouts either at uh, at the track. So off to a good start. Now the negatives are the industry in general is really going through uh, a lot with the supply chain Issues because huge uh, shortages of parts and tires and, you know, a lot of things that uh, have been holding back some teams from even getting out of their garage yet and onto the track because, you know, they haven't been able to get their motor back from the motor builder yet because, you know, he didn't have the right parts to finish it up with, Uh, you know, things like that. Uh, tracks are seeing a shortage of tires already. Uh, they're limiting the amount of tires, which I always think is a good thing. If you can't uh, if you can't buy one or two new tires a week and be competitive and and drive your race car, I've always said that uh, you're doing it wrong. So um, personally, I don't I don't I think the tire shortage, as long as there's enough to uh, at least keep everybody in one or two tires a week, I think. I think it's okay, but um, obviously a lot of the drivers would disagree with me because they're used to having those four new gumball shoes on the car every week for maximum grip. But I don't think that that's necessary in order to hold a good race. I think, uh, you know, I think teams can do it with less than four weeks. So, but you know, it's uh, I think it's going to really be interesting. We've got the big dirt track race coming up at Charlotte Motor Speedway, several days of racing coming up. Um, And, uh, you know, on the dirt track, I think four or five days of racing. So you definitely want to check out what's going on over there. We're going to talk about it with Walter Tapp here in the next segment. But again, you know, that's uh, a lot of racing, a lot of laps. You go through tires and such, not so much on the dirt track side, but still, um, so those are the things that I think everybody's kind of keeping an eye on to see as we head into the heart of the summer. Um, you know, I think everybody's kind of keeping an eye to see maybe where um, all of that takes us and whether we start running into situations where, and I think we had some of that last year races getting canceled because, you know, couldn't get enough tires for everybody. Um, so hopefully that doesn't happen this year, but uh, those are the things that 
that are kind of the, the worrisome parts. But for the most part, teams are seeing decent car counts, tracks and series, I should say, seeing decent car counts, some great racing already in the Southeast this year. And uh, again, the month of May is when it really all kind of kicks into high gear here. So I hope that uh, all of you will head out to the racetrack. There is no way to legitimately experience everything that a race is watching it on TV. You don't get the smells. You don't get the, the, the volume, the energy, the passion of it. The, the TV cameras just can't capture all those things. You don't get the experience of, you know, different track food that some of which is iconic to the track and unique. Um, things like the walking taco at Millbridge Speedway, for example. Um, you know, the, everybody is all into the Martinsville hot dog. You know, those are things that you, you just can't get if you're, you know, watching it on TV. So take your kids to a race. Whether it's dirt track or pavement or road course, whatever it is, there's a quarter midget track in Salisbury that uh, those kids just drive their little butts off uh, on a very tight 20th mile track. And uh, they do a great job every weekend. There's go-kart racing, all levels of racing here in the area. So um, during this month of May, get your kids out to the track um, and uh, let them experience the thrill that motorsports offers, get them into the pits and let them meet the drivers. We're going to step aside. When we come back on Lee Lap, we are going to have Walter Tap with us and we're going to talk dirt track racing. We'll do that right on the other side. Stick with us. Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. I found hope in the midst of an overwhelming situation. I let go of trying to control things that I had no control over, and that helped me find peace of mind. Alcoholism is a disease that can affect any family. Everyone suffers, but there is help and hope at Al-Anon Family Groups. I was constantly stressed and worried. Now I approach each day with joy and gratitude. In Al-Anon, families and friends of alcoholics find new ways to heal from the effects of a loved one's drinking. Alanon gave me my life back. I'm a better father and husband. Are you in an overwhelming situation because of someone else's drinking? Alanon and Alateen can help. Local and virtual meetings are available. Maybe one could work for you. For information, call 1-866-200-0033 or visit alanon.org slash hope. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill. My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'll come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke, located on Route 1, or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. (laughs) 
Hey guys, this is Nathan Bird, a.k.a. Birdman, and you're listening to Lead Lab Radio. Welcome back to Lead Lab. Tom Baker with you. And we are joined now by our very special guest for the week, Mr. Walter Tapp. Walter has several titles, but uh, he recently added series owner to his title. His own series uh, has run three races this year, uh, and he'll tell us about that here in a moment. But uh, Walter, first of all, it is great to have you back on the show. And I want to start with dirt track racing at Bristol, which for me is always an interesting subject uh, to talk about. And both Jonathan Davenport and Ricky Weiss got wins on the dirt at Bristol over the past uh, weekend. Give us a little bit of detail and talk about what the racing was like there. Well, great. Always, always to be back with you, Tom, here on Lead Lap. Um, of course, racing with the World of Outlaws. Of course, they had the World of Outlaw late models and also sprint cars in action. Of course, Kyle Larson was uh, pulling double duty. Um, actually, uh, one of the highlights, I would say, out of the weekend that probably got the most views on social media was a call that the World of Outlaw folks made. Um, they have a rule where you have to be in the staging lane by a certain time. Yep. Larson was making adjustments on the sprint car, couldn't get the lake model there in time. So they actually sent Larson to the tail of the field. He came storming through the field um, the other night, all the way up to about second or third, and then had an issue and fell back to finish eighth. Wow. Definitely some candid comments by Kyle Larson after the the show was over during the post-race media uh skirmish as they like to call it because he was not thrilled with some of the decisions that were made and he voiced it um you know just kind of i guess the best way to put it is he put it as i'm the only guy here pulling double duty why couldn't you catch me some kind of break but hey at least i put on a good show for the fans here well i mean and of course you know there are dueling sides to that aren't there uh i mean Kyle Larson's arguably the biggest name in dirt track. Well, I don't even think it's arguable. I think Kyle Kyle Larson yeah. is the biggest name in dirt track racing, even though he doesn't run dirt full time. Um, so you can make the argument that waiting a few minutes for him. Um, but here's the problem. If you wait for him, what about if two guys or three guys or four guys perform double duty at the next race? I mean, what do you, you know, there's, I see both sides of that. And I think Kyle's just got to understand that, you know, it isn't up to the sanctioning body to adjust their schedule to him. It's up to him to adjust his schedule to the sanctioning body and make sure that he's ready to go when he needs to be. And I think, you know, so I don't know. I, I, I think I can see both sides of that one. How about you? Obviously, I can see it as, you know, I mean, nowhere near on Kyle Larson's level ever and never will be as a racer. Right. Um, maybe my own dreams. But, uh, you know, being a former racer, I mean, I know how it is. I've been left before. I mean, trying to get the go-kart ready, trying to get the race car ready throughout the years of doing that. I've been left. They went on, and I'm like, hey, couldn't give me a minute? No, man, we got to go. So I understand that side, and then working as an official for the last, you know, 15, 16 years now, especially if you're at one of these shows like Bristol where they want you done at a certain time, you don't want to really push the envelope. You know, as far as being the series, hey, y'all were still racing at midnight, why? Right. You know, so there's a lot of things that come into play, a lot of factors. Um, But I will say this, he was correct on one thing. It did make for a great show for the people that bought a ticket. I will say that because he was passing cars left, he was passing cars right, he was passing cars any way he could. Um, But, you know... Ricky Wise was able to pick up the win there on night two. Davenport won the first night. But for Davenport, it continued the hot streak. Davenport's been racking some wins together. Yes, he has. Know. And uh, him and Chris Madden's also been pretty strong as of late as well. But I tell you, man, Jonathan had that thing a rocket ship the other night. He was laughing up into the top ten. Um and it's just been on a rail as of late, and I'm 
you know, I'm glad to see that he he had, you know, I won't say struggles, but not Davenport-like finishes. Right. Um, earlier this year, had a couple of times he had some issues, but Superman has picked up to being Superman again. Well, and that's uh, I I somehow think that makes it all right in 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 the Outlaws world when Davenport uh, starts running like Davenport again. It gives the rabbit for everybody else to chase. Like you said, Chris Madden certainly had a good season so far, and um, you know I I anytime Larson's there, I mean you know Kyle's going to be up front racing for the win or winning. But uh, Davenport's still the man. So uh, for Ricky Wise to to be able to make victory happen on night two is a great thing for him. And um, what was the what was the track like uh, for for the two nights of late model racing? How was the how were the track conditions? The track conditions were really good. You know, of course, the track conditions this year. I attended the the, uh, the NASCAR event there earlier this year, a couple of weeks back now. Um, the XR show that was there, they had the track conditions absolutely perfect. I mean, pretty much throughout, you know, that was a whole deal of racing, a lot of race cars on that racetrack. Yeah. And the racing surface was great. So, um, I mean, I'll just take it in and be blunt and brutally honest from year one to year two, they learned it looked like a dramatic amount as far as the working, the surface, the dirt laying it in, um, just really getting the whole process that seemed right. Um, just absolutely phenomenal. Whoever was working on the track prep crew this time around at Bristol did a wonderful job. Now, of course, last year, I'm not saying they did a bad job. They did a great job last year, but it was a new animal to them, you know, something that had never been done, never sure. been experienced at that type of level. And like I said, they've made a few mistakes the first year that I could see. Um, second year, they hit an absolute home run with the surface. Do you think that uh, NASCAR should continue to race their national series on dirt? I do, I do, and I I hope that they expand. I mean, I'll be honest, I was able to listen to most of the race while I was at work today, off and on at Dover. I enjoy the traditional races. You know, I enjoy Bristol under the traditional concrete format um, and a lot of the pavement races, too. But I do think every now and again, I'm not, I'm not saying go crazy with it and have four or five of them, six, seven of them a year, just maybe one or two. And, you know, one of the things I would even suggest that's been talked about to me, and I'm not sure how the Xfinity drivers would like it or not like it but that's the one series that nascar has right now that has not had an event on dirt right and i'll be honest there's a lot of fans that are dirt fans and nascar fans that have asked for that and when you talk to people while i was out at bristol talking to different folks and walking around to the different fan zones and different things talking to some people that's what a lot of people were you know when when's it going to be xfinity's turn when's it going to be xfinity's turn to try this um, so a lot of people want to see it and want to see it more. Interesting. Well, um, we'll see where NASCAR lands on that as we go forward. Um, so we've got about uh, three minutes left here. Let let me take you in this direction for a minute before we continue uh, the wrap-up. Um, let's talk about North Wilkesboro real quick. What's your opinion on all of the racing that's going on there in August and October and is it too much racing over the course of a month of time, given all of the issues of tire shortages and part shortages and all of that? Did they overreach this fall? Because I'm hearing a lot of conversation about that. Um, did they overreach and should we have done this early in 2023, perhaps, um, or at least cut it back to a couple of weekends of shows rather than a whole month at a time? You know, I'm not going to say it's an overreach because for the people that have been waiting since 19, I believe, what was it, 96, when Wilkesboro closed, I was there sitting in the grandstands at the last race at Wilkesboro. Yeah. I went 93, 94, 95. Wilkesboro was only about two hours and 15 minutes from where I live in, in yep. South Carolina. Um, 
I, I personally don't think it is. And especially for the dirt guys, this may be their only ever chance, period, to do this. Interesting. Uh, because yeah, you know, fair once, enough. Once, once, once the pavement, what they're going to do is race the asphalt first in August. Yes. Then they'll come, rip, rip the pavement up, and run on the original dirt surface that was started at North Wilkesboro. And then after that, it's time to repave. It's time to revamp Wilkesboro. And I'm hoping it's on a 2023 truck schedule or 2024 at least, at the bare minimum. It needs to be. Um, and I think people will return to Wilkesboro and it will be a sellout no matter what they run there because people have clamored for over 20 years for Wilkesboro to be back on the schedule. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. And in a lot of what you say, I just I don't know if they're going to be able to sustain a whole month where you've got features on Wednesdays and Saturdays and you know, seven or eight different classes across a month. I don't know that you can sustain a local crowd of people um, for that much time. But, uh, and, and again, the cars with the tire shortages, the part shortages, all of the things that are going on, um, the more that uh, I hear conversation, the more concern I get from drivers and competitors who like to go there. But um, these are the concerns they have. And um, so I guess we'll have to wait and see. I don't want to throw... Uh, you know, throw water on it. I'm psyched to go up and check some of it out. I just, I wonder if uh, maybe a scaled back version would have been better, but uh, hang on, Walter. We uh, got two more segments with you. Uh, we're going to step aside and take a break. When we come back on lead lap, we're going to talk about what's going on at Charlotte on the dirt here coming up as the month of May gets underway in the Carolinas. We will be right back. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress, we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meineke, 302-827-2054. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science. It's my computer career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu. That's mycomputercareer.edu. Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels, new to intermediate, to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com. Dot com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ag Council.
listening to Be Lab Radio. Welcome back to the show. Walter Tapp is with us on the program here today. And uh, Walter, let's talk about uh, the big doings that are coming up. XR, which I think is the same group that's promoting the North Wilkesboro um, extravaganzas, I think is uh, the one doing this one, if I'm not mistaken. Um, But uh, Charlotte having a big several day event on the dirt track. And uh, so let's talk about, I think that's this coming week, right? As this airs on Saturday mornings on WSIC. So we'll be airing this Saturday and uh, I think it's uh, this coming week that that gets underway. Is it not? It is. They'll actually start next week. Um, It actually will start on a Wednesday. I think it's May the 11th. Yeah. They'll go Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday starting next week, uh, the 11th through the 14th. And it is the same group. Um, the XR folks will be doing the Colossal 100. They're actually bringing this event back. It's the first time that this event has took place in 13 years. That's how long it's been since the last Colossal 100 event that took place there at the dirt track at Charlotte. Um, you know, going back into the mid to late 2000s there. And it's a traditional event that really started at the dirt track at Charlotte and things kind of fell through and different stuff came in and they went back and said okay we're going to pick up that name that that's been there for several several events when the dirt track first opened the first couple of years and uh you know they're really up in the ante and they do have a great relationship you know with the folks with the smiths over there at charlotte motor speedway they actually do several events with them uh, they do events at Texas Motor Speedway at the dirt track there, Las Vegas at the dirt track there, um, and, of course, the stuff that they do at Bristol and also the stuff that they've got coming up at Charlotte. So, you know, it's a great relationship. And then now add Wilkesboro to the mix as well. Yeah, it's uh, it's great. to, And they you're right. And they do a great job with the events they promote. Um, and tell us a little bit about – What's going on? I mean, what what is each day? What is running? Uh, walk us through the schedule and, and what we can expect uh, during the Colossal 100 week of events. Well, the great thing is no matter what night that you're going to go, whether if it's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or Saturday, I will actually personally be there on the Thursday night. Um, you're going to get Super Lake Model Race. You're going to get 25000 to win Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday wow. for Super Lake Models. And, you're, you know, you'll know you have Chris Ferguson. You'll have Madden. You'll have uh, Davenport. You'll probably have Overton. All the big names will be there. And then on Saturday, as I like to call it, the coup de grace of it all will be $50,000. Um, so, I mean, Ooh. there's a chance. If you sleep all four nights, you're leaving the dirt track at Charlotte with $125,000 for the Super Lake Model guys. Um, the prelim division, Wednesday and Thursday, will be the 602 mid. There'll be 602 late models. They're going to be running under the Mid East rules. Uh, the Mid East 602 rules is what they'll be following. Okay. And then on Friday night, they'll be running the 604 Great Lake models underneath the Mid East banner of rules as well. Um, Jason, you know, he travels with the 602s. You've got the Modified Series, the Pro Fours. He's got about four or five divisions underneath his MIDI Motorsports umbrella, and uh, they'll be running underneath those rules. So, for me, my interest, of course, will be go up there, watch the 602 guys, talk to some of those. I've got an event coming up for 2000 to win that Saturday, so kind of a little PR and politicking, as they say. Um, but, I mean, I, I look forward to it and, you know, watching the lower divisions just as much as. I look forward to watching, of course, the Super Lake model guy. Yeah, it should be uh, should be a big big week, and hopefully the weather will cooperate. And we can get the fans out there comfortably and uh, let everybody enjoy a good time. It's always great to see big time racing on the dirt track, and this is uh, a combination of uh, some of the best Super Lake model racers in the country uh, in conjunction with uh, some of the top crate late model racers in the region competing on that side of things so it's a really nice mix of local regional racers and also 
the big national guys on the super side, but even in the national side, you know, Chris Ferguson's from here. You've got some of the racers from here that'll be competing in that part of it too. Oh yeah. And I mean, that's, that's the thing really about the South, even just take South Carolina and North Carolina. You've got Chris Ferguson, 20 minutes down the road from Mount Holly, North Carolina, Chris Madden, you know, he's originally from great court, South Carolina. A lot of times they'll say he's from Gaffney, South Carolina, but either way, he's a South Carolina guy. Yeah. Jonathan Davenport, originally from Blairsville, Georgia, now lives in South Carolina. Um, you know, so it, it's definitely a great group of drivers. And don't be shocked if you don't have a great run out of Ross Bales, who's also from Clover, South Carolina, and he can hang with the national guys as well. You know, he's won a lot of races with Carolina Clash and Ultimate Super Lake Model Series. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's and that's what makes a show like that really unique is when you get a good cross section of local racers and then you get some of the top national racers. And every once in a while you get one that uh, that dips in from the national series to to run with the locals on the 602 side, too. So um, all of that is definitely exciting. Uh, Let's talk about your series here. We've got about five minutes left in the segment. Let's talk about uh, your series for a bit. You've had three races so far. With your brand new um, 602 GM Performance Crate Series, um, how's it going so far after three shows? So far, you know, pretty good. Um, a great turnout at the first race there at Livonia, which David Smith picked up the win in it. And then it, the last two shows have actually been the Mint story. Um, Justin Mint picked up the win at Lakeview and that was the first time that 602s had ever had an event like that at Lakeview. Oh, wow. Um, which, if you really get a chance to go down to Lakeview and see the improvements, the work that's been done there over the last three years since Scott Tripp and his staff have taken over, they have done so much with that facility and racetrack and really turned it into, I, I mean, honestly, I would rank it right there probably in the top three of facilities and racetracks in the state as far as dirt um, nice. in South Carolina now. And then our third event was at Sumter, South Carolina. Of course, we go there a good, or I go there a good bit with the Blue Ridge Outlaws and uh, have that relationship with Sissy and the McAllisters and everybody there. And, you know, we were, it was actually the first race that we scheduled in uh, December 12th of 2021, six days into the series. We had made that announcement that we'd be going to Sumter on April 30th and uh, had a great race. A couple of new drivers running with us. Zach Brown showed up. Um, Nick Coleman showed up as well. And the driver out of Ruffs North Carolina, young Jake Jackson, the son of one of the best local V8 talents, uh, Chris Jackson, who's been racing for okay. probably 25, 30 years now. He actually, uh, today, he just texted me and said he's going to try to run more of our shows and of course run Harris and some of the local stuff when we're off. But he, he actually had a great run. He qualified outside pole and had never seen the racetrack besides three hot laps. Oh, wow. Um, so very impressive for him. And he actually jumped over and our guys could run their regular late model class too. And I'm the, the best thing that made me proud Saturday night was our six Oh two guys ran against the big motors as far as the 604 crate and they let the uh limited lake models they all kind of run together and just call it sumter lake models underneath the blue ridge rules package that's what they follow down at sumter okay and you can run a 602 but you're giving up so much horsepower right but sumter blacks over flicks over and you can get more power to the ground with the little motors so four out of the top five were GM Performance 602 drivers that competed with us Saturday night. With Austin Mintz, of course, he won our race. He finished in the top five in their regular Lake models. And his brother, Justin Mintz, who won our race at Lakeview, won the regular Lake model event as well. So the Mintz brothers left with about $3,400 Saturday night at Sumter between the two of them. Nice. Well, that's a uh, that's a good haul, and I'm sure they uh, they probably enjoyed a little bit of uh, upgraded breakfast at Waffle House late night after that one was over somewhere on the road. Um, so uh, sounds uh, like you're off to a good start with your series. Uh, what have you got coming up in the month of May with your your series? Well, uh, 
I'm gonna throw this one real quick. One minute. I'll be headed. I'll be headed May seventh to Wartburg, the American All Stars, and then we'll pick back up with my series May fourteenth at Whiff Raceway for two thousand oh. to win, two hundred to start. The first time in Whiff Raceway history, fifty plus years of history, we will be the first major six hundred two series event. Nice. That's one of my favorite tracks. I love with uh, Withville, and I I just that track is just so. Not only is it fun to watch racing there, but my gosh, just the view you know of the mountains and the the area, just a beautiful place for a racetrack, and they put on great shows there. Absolutely, they put on great shows, and it's just a great place. So that's the only race in May that you've got with your series is on the fourteenth. Yep, on the 14th, um, because unfortunately I'm pretty booked up with a lot of American All-Stars series stuff. We've actually got four races in the month of May on the American All-Stars side, so I kind of have to work it a little bit around my American All-Stars series schedule. So, of course, over the year we're only going to run about 12 12 races. That's all I really wanted to do. I didn't want to race everybody, you know, hey, guys, we're going to run 20 times and – make it to where it's hard to get to these shows. I wanted to kind of spread them out so they can still support their local tracks too. Yeah. And they ain't got to worry about, you know, I got to be here this week. I can't really afford to go tear something up in my local track. It's a great way to do it. One or two shows a month is a really nice schedule, I think. And uh, even for the officials who have to travel and uh, organize and pre-promote and all of that. So uh, if you'll uh, hang on just for a moment Walter, we will come back and wrap this show up. Lee Lap will be back right after this. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with an SPF of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. I found hope in the midst of an overwhelming situation. Alcoholism can affect any family. Are you in an overwhelming situation because of someone else's drinking? Al-Anon and Alateen can help. Call 866-200-0033 or visit alanonorg slash hope. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science, it's My Computer Career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu, that's mycomputercareer.edu. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one Internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Reed Sorensen. Racing has been a part of me and my family for as long as I can remember. I had to make tough choices early on to get to the top. It took hard work and dedication. But it's those tough choices that help me prepare for challenges I would face as a cup driver. Make the right choices today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force.
Jesse, another one who's been um, making his uh, dirt track presence felt as uh, he's been running. And I think he's going to be, it will have been this past Wednesday by the time this airs on WSIC this coming Saturday morning. But um, he will be back at Millbridge running in the micro sprint division. That's becoming a very popular thing for a lot of these area pavement racers, NASCAR racers, whatever. They they all jump in micro sprints now and go have a good time. It's uh, Millbridge is just a, a really, really... A uh, fantastic way to spend a Wednesday night at the races. So uh, those of you in the area, um, it is it's out on 150. Uh, just uh, keep driving between Mooresville and Salisbury. I guess you could say uh, Millbridge Speedway. Look them up on the web if you need to. But uh, shows every Wednesday and Saturday. But uh, Wednesday nights are great. A lot of the NASCAR guys are there uh, with their kids, and they're competing in either outlaw carts or micros or whatever. And so a great time there. We've got Walter Tapp still with us, and uh, we're continuing to talk dirt track racing and preview the month of May. So, Walter, we know where you're going to be for a lot of the month with your series and the American All-Stars and all of that. Uh, What are some of the other big shows this month that uh, people should be paying attention to? Um, You know, if you're able to get out kind of this weekend, um, the ultimate super late model series is going to be at Lawrence County Speedway, and then they'll be at Lancaster. Um, that will be a Friday and Saturday. They'll go Friday to Lawrence, Saturday over to Lancaster. Um, if you don't get a chance, you're down in the state of Georgia, um, an event that I really hold near, uh, the Rusty Jordan Memorial will oh, be yeah. going on at Pavonia. Yes. And, uh, Rusty unfortunately passed away last season. Um, you know, it'll be 2,500 to win for their street stock. So that'll be a great show for those folks running street stock. And then, you know, you've got some, some great races. Of course, like I said, I'll be on the road a good bit. Uh, Memorial Day weekend, I'll actually be at Smoky Mountain and Whiff Raceway. And another one that a lot of folks need to pay attention to, um, you know, a couple of weeks ago, it was announced that Bulls Gap, the future was not certain what was going to happen after that huge show that Kyle Larson Invitational that they had. It was announced on May the 7th that racing was canceled and the future was uncertain. Well, over the weekend, the big news I consider it over the weekend is the GAP announced that they're going to do a 10-race summer series with a couple of different divisions, one of those being 604 Lake Models. Nice. And, uh, you know, and then they'll have their regular divisions like sportsmen. I think they're going to have classic cars on the first one, but that first show will be the 27th on Memorial Day weekend. And a lot of folks need to get out there to the gap. It's called the Back the Gap event, the 10 race summer series. And guys, I cannot urge this enough as someone who loves Bulls Gap and the racetrack and the facility there and everybody that's involved. Go support the gap for this 10-race deal. Make it to where that place is packed. I mean, just make it to where you have to stand the whole night. I know that doesn't sound fun, but if y'all guys want racing to stay alive at the gap in East Tennessee where I travel a good bit to, it needs to happen. Um, There's also some other great stuff that's coming up this weekend. I can't forget about the Southern National Series as well. They'll be at Boyd. Um, on Friday night, and then East Alabama on Saturday night as well. What about uh, Carolina Speedway? What do they got coming up this month? Um, They've got, like, basically their regular racing is going to be going on throughout pretty much the month of May. Um, They've had some great stuff that's been going on up there. They've had some really good racing on Friday night locally. Their late model division the last couple of weeks have put on some great shows. Uh, Got to give a shout-out to my guy, Mark Green. Oh, yes. He, uh, he raced go-karts for a while, and then they moved up to running the late model. He actually picked up a win uh, a couple of weeks oh, ago good for up him. there and, uh, at Carolina. And then, you know, of course, Blue Ridge Outlaws, they'll be on the road in the month of May. Sumter's coming up. Um, Coming up on May 14th. That'll be a dual event, actually, with the modified the American Racer also owns and operates as well. 
that'll be a doubleheader event down there on the 14th at Sumter. So Hunter will have the call for those two shows uh, coming up on May 14th, the toughest little dirt track in South Carolina. Well, I mean, there's uh, there's great action all over the place this month on the dirt. And, um, again, just uh, for our audience that uh, may be not real familiar when we were talking about uh, the Gap, that's the Volunteer Speedway in Bulls Gap, Tennessee, which is in eastern Tennessee, um, in the Knoxville area generally, um, if you're just wanting to pinpoint a city. And um, that track has, has had some issues with opening and closing and all of that management, all of that sort of thing. And so a uh, 10 race series, uh, Walter says, coming back to Bulls Gap for this summer. And uh, the back the gap race is the first race. Uh, what's the date on that one again? That is the 27th. And they have actually started to push that on their Facebook page and, they have put together for their local competitors a great points run for this 10-race deal. It's $5,000 for their points run for 604s, and then it kind of drops, um, you know, throughout the division. Yeah. But still a great points run for just basically, I mean, you get to run those 10 races, and you got a great shot at good money. Great to see that uh, the dirt tracks are alive and well, and it seems like the car counts have been strong for the most part, uh, and that's absolutely nothing but good uh, because, boy, you know, going into this year, I think a lot of people were concerned, um, especially the way that some things happened last fall. Uh, we had tire issues and, and other issues that uh, canceled some race events. I think people were um, were a little weary. And so it uh, seems like, at least on the dirt track side of things, Walter, uh about 30 seconds left here. Just uh, seems like it's been a good start to the year so far. It's been a good start to the year, definitely. I'm not saying we're out of the woods yet, but folks are they're committing to at least back in dirt race, and that's definitely for sure. It's good. Very good. Walter, I look forward to seeing the trajectory of your series continuing to climb and uh, always great to have you here on the lead lap show. We look forward to catching up with you again here in the coming weeks. And uh, again, wish you all the best with the series, my friend. All right. Thank you, Tom. That is Walter Tapp, and that wraps things up. Boy, these shows go by so quickly uh, here on Saturday mornings on WSIC and, of course, uh, On Demand and all of our other affiliates. And, uh, by the way, SteeringWheelNation.com is live now, so everybody can get this show. Uh, you got plenty of places to get it. You can go to WSICnews.com and just uh, – Search for the League Lap Show page. All of the shows are archived there. Just uh, click there or steeringwillnation.com or on demand. That's it. I'm out of here. See ya. You've been listening to the Lead Lap Show, home to Southeast Motorsports coverage on the radio. For more exciting and passionate motorsport content, follow Lead Lap Show on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And visit leadlapshow.com. The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of the Lead Lab Show. No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of the Lead Lab Show. Thank you for listening.